Before we begin, we'd like to acknowledge that we're recording, producing, and promoting this podcast on the stolen lands of the Bidjigal and the Boonwurrung people. This always was and this always will be Aboriginal land, and in a project dedicated so heavily to decolonization and Indigenous liberation, it's really important that we acknowledge that as settlers, we are also trying to do our best to be accomplices to the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people whose land it is upon which we live. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Pacifically. I am one of your hosts, Lungo Wolf. Lungo Wolf, Okay. Yes, we're now married people. Oh my god. Okay. Well, now we're into it. Let's go. Fine. Yeah, Lungo well, and I married over the weekend. Yes. Yes. Um, I have been wifed up. Just kidding. Yeah. I what, would what actually. Are or not? Are we hyphenating it? Um, I'm sorry, but I think we have to keep Wakina. I mean, I don't know. Wolfgram sounds better. Wolfgram's a white name. Oh my god, I got something to tell you about that too. Actually, I I'm sorry, but I'm not giving my kids a white last name. Like I don't care if they have a, like their other parent is white. Nah, you know, if they have if they have a better like indigenous name i could change mine but yeah anyway welcome to another episode of pacifically i'm your host Kina, and joining me as always and in matrimony is don wolfgram yes i'm blue and everybody welcome back to another episode yes we are married it's a thing bro can we actually i would love might as well i mean the way my dating life's going is a wreck so yeah we might as well yeah anyway um hit us up for the wedding deeds yes for sure oh my god what's been going on oh i am absolutely wrecked i misplanned my entire evening so um i took my sleeping medication an hour ago so let's see how this goes. <laughs> let's see how it goes. How's the last week been? Um, it's uh, I don't know. I've like like last week. I'm still having a bit of a hard time. Shit's just rough, honestly. Yeah. Um, it's like and- that. Yeah, and things always get rough for me around my birthday, so... Oh, birthday. Listen out for the birthday deets. This is dropping Friday. This is dropping on Friday. Saturday, so there'll be a code in this episode that says you can go to Eventbrite and... No. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's literally a small thing with a bunch of people. I'm like... Like, I always get depressed on my birthday. So, um, what's that? Uh, uh, I'd rather not get into it. 
it's that's all right. Yeah, it's just like really depressing. And you might be like, well, you always share stuff that's really depressing. This is like significantly worse. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I will spare you all, but I don't want to have a party when I feel like shit. So True. I always just on my birthday have something small with the besties. And then at a later date, I have a party. So, you know, party's coming party's in coming. maybe a month or two. <laughs> but for like now... Like I said, listen out for the code. There'll be a code in here that you can download. Well, yeah. You can actually download this episode, but there's a code within this podcast episode that you yes. can go to the Eventbrite. The Eventbrite link will be in the uh, bio notes. <laughs> For an event that I don't know when yeah. or where is happening. Exactly. It's a pop-up, it's a pop-up party. Yeah, but happy new year, everyone. Happy airy season. Um, wait, very wait, excited. Well, air, like airy season is the start of the astrological year. So, yeah. So look, unless it's Scorpio season, don't talk to me about no other signs where. Yeah. Dylan, I... At Scorpio, say that. I literally... I figured out your entire deal when I saw your chart. I was like, this bitch. What do you mean? Is this the one from ages ago or, like, recently? Ages ago. Oh, yeah. My chart's off the chain. Yeah. Not... Trust me, your chart is nowhere near as chaotic as mine. Yeah, but like, mine's a vibe. My, my chart is... A, Dramatic. Like... Genuinely, no joke. At least three people have told me my chart is a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Scorpios live on red flags. Yeah. Our entire existence are red flags. Scorpio is a red flag. Yeah. But it's a vibe, though. You also have a Leo moon, which moon, is just yeah. too much. Like, I have no idea what you're saying, but. I know we've been over this like a thousand times, but yeah, every time this comes up, I will still say I, I don't get how they align or what it means. You don't have to understand what it. Oh my god, I just anyway, I made so much noise and I can't be fucked to edit it out. So if you heard a massive bump, I apologize. But yeah, you don't have to know what it means, but you, you just know, have to know. Yeah. Just know. Just now. Just now, bitches. Sorry. <laughs> if you hear that, then I'm talking about you. Wow. Welcome to episode what, four, yeah? Five. We're on four. episode four. We're episode four. We're on track. Yeah. But I made your promise Mondays, yeah? No one else needs to know what we're talking about Mondays. Yeah. Except... Yeah. Next Monday Next is week. my birthday. Ooh. So, yeah. Okay. So, you'll hear from us um, when he's not hungover. Um, I don't when... get hangovers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. why? Because you're seven feet tall and fucking 180 <laughs> keg. Okay, mode. Oh, my God. Okay. But, yeah, I genuinely don't get, like, hungover. Once I like I had a couple of drinks last week, 
And then I was like, oh, no, I haven't drunk in ages. Am I going to get a hangover the next morning? No, I didn't. I had a great time the next morning. Love that for you. I had a bender. Oh, my God. Yeah. We finished about Sunday at about 4 or 5 in the Arvo. Started about on Saturday at, like, 12, I think it was. Oh, my God. But, you know, drink responsibly. Don't go out. Don't yeah. do the things we did. My God. Don't do the things we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <clears throat> do you want to get into it? Yeah. Ah. This what? week's this week's been um this week's weird actually. Yeah, I have no I'm concept the, of time. I'm having the weird like yeah, I'm having the weirdest week. So I started a new job this week. Yay, congratulations. Um, which is amazing. But um yeah, it's a bit I don't know. It's only my second day. I only completed my second day today, but it was a bit the last two days have actually been a bit awkward and like um just yeah just strange actually it's just been strange but i can't say too much because i was not an indian but um oh my god but and there is someone i am now working alongside that actually listens to this that's a fucking nightmare (laughs) random totally random didn't even know but um yeah but um i'll tell you more next week anyways so yeah an end of an era i finished up at my old place on friday last week after about nine years oh my god and it felt like it didn't feel real until i went back to the office yesterday afternoon on monday yesterday even to pick up all my stuff like the rest of my belongings. And I just, I was like sitting there in the office, just realizing like, fuck, I've actually spent a good portion of my life like with this place. And like, I've been through so much over the last eight years with this place. It was just, yeah, it was a bit, um, bit surreal to be honest, finally leaving that place, but up, uh, can only go up or down, depending on how well you sit on <laughs> It's fine. It's gonna go up <laughs> from the matter of perspective. But um, yeah, no, it was it was it was a bit. I wasn't emotional. I was just very um. I was like a blank in the face. I didn't know how. I didn't know how to. I guess it's, deal with it. Look, it's a sudden adjustment. So like, like a sudden shift. Sorry. So the adjustment's yeah. obviously gonna take some time. But um. Yeah, an end of an era. I'm going to miss those people. Not miss the uh, the work, but I miss the good people. Yeah. Um, and uh, what else is happening? What else has been going on? I feel like there's so much going on that I'm just missing. Really? I feel like I have yeah. slept through the past, like, 10 days. Well, yeah, I I haven't slept, but... Or at least try to, but I just feel like I've been missing so many things. Um, just with everything that's going on. This time, wait, actually, if we're not, what's next week? Um, yeah, when this, when next week's episode drops, I will be in Fiji. What? Picking up my boy. 
Oh my god, exciting. Yeah. So when next week's episode drops on Friday, I'll be on a plane sipping pina coladas. They don't serve those on planes, though. It's called first class. I'm sorry, but they do. Wow, you have first class. I know nothing about first class, so I'm just talking chat. I was just going to be like, oh, you have first class, but you're going to make me pay for your parking ticket? (laughs) Bitch. Uh, Yes, bitch. Excuse me. 300. Let me remind you again. And 372. I know you're listening. Wendy. $300. How funny would it be if, like, she just stopped listening to our podcast altogether? No, she wouldn't. She wouldn't. Bless her heart. She texted me after the last, after last week's episode. After the live. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, but, um, yeah, she texted me after, but I sort of just, I was like, no, you deserve that. You deserve that hounding. No, love her. Love, yeah. her. love everything she's doing too. Um, but yeah, how are you? How are you? Besides, like you sleeping through the last ten days. Yeah. Like, I hear some good news is on the horizon. Do you want to like drop it? Is this a duck? Is this an exclusive, or are we not allowed uh, to like? Look, I I haven't heard back from them, so I don't know if I'm allowed to tell people. <laughs> yeah, fair enough um fair enough but yeah also like even if i were to drop it i know nothing about it <laughs> like <laughs> they've been super like sparse with detail so like i don't even know what my role in this entire project is hey. <laughs> all i know is i got an email saying hey you're involved and i was like cool. oh <laughs> oh okay so so okay so it's obviously to do with the arts Yes. Can you tell us the project, but not go into detail, or like what? I don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Well, Um, we're wishing you all the best. Thank you. I will. You know, like I'm not like ooh, so mysterious. Like I genuinely do not know. So, fucking next week, I will be talking about it because if they don't tell me what's going on by next week, I'm going to be very upset. So um, um if in the so if you're listening to this, if you're in in a couple of months' time, if you if you if you're hearing just my voice, it's because Long has gone global and has decided to <laughs> okay, take the next step. Calm and- down. You're literally <laughs> you're talking this up so much, everyone's gonna be so underwhelmed when they find <laughs> no, out what it is. No, no. Because we celebrate our own. Yeah. You know. My God. Yeah, I'm so excited that you, okay. you know, yeah, it's going you started to a find- new job, you're going to pick up, you know, your son. It's all looking up. Yeah, it's, uh, it, I don't know if I've, if it's like, if I fully come to grips with what has, what is, what not only is about to happen, but what has already happened, like, 2022 i've i didn't ever think i'd walk into where i used to work and just be like i'm done i did that then like, things with you know like my son happened and like finally got all that stuff sorted now like i'm going to be a full-time daddy-o yeah and 
I felt like in my head I've I've talked myself in like up until this point, but the fact that it's going to now be become reality, like my actual whole life is going to change as of next week. Yeah. So like you know, no more late nights. I'm going. You know what I mean? Like no more going. I can't just randomly get up and go somewhere if I want to, or um. Make or plans go on a bender from we'll go on Saturday bender, to Sunday know. at 4 p.m. But that's where you got cousins. But um <laughs> yeah, it's just you know, like I used to like the f- I mean I'll, I'll obviously be doing this in the sun, but like I like going to watch like sporting events, right? Yeah. But sometimes like m- a good majority of them finish up well after 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. So like I'm gonna have to sort of stop doing that until he's okay with being up that late and shit like that and then getting home, like all that sort of shenanigans. Um, but yeah. And then, then, you know, this job shit, I don't know. Things have, I'm happy where I'm at. I just, I didn't think it'd all be coming like at It would once. all happen this fast. This yeah. fast. Yeah. So I'm trying to take it easy. And then we've got rugby season starting this week. And, like, you know, I'm it, massively excited for that. This like, is Dylan's way of telling us that he's going to go on paternity leave <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> no, 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 but, like, even, even this, right? Like, we're going to have to figure out how we adjust with this. Yeah. Like, obviously, I can't record during the day unless I'm absolutely, like, free. But I also can't record late at night because, like, I'm going to have, like, dudes, oh, my God, I should get him on one episode. But, like, we should dub his voiceover with, like, some random American, like, you know what I mean? You'd be able to do that. I, I'm i going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> the sheer audacity, yeah. the entitlement. Yeah. You'll be able to do that, <laughs> bitch. No. Um, but, but, yeah, I don't know. Things, things are moving. And... I've got to, I'm just trying to reel in the, the reins a little bit. Yeah, I'm happy for you. This is such a, like, such an exciting step to take. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it sits me on the narrow. Do yeah. Know, I could take him to the park, pick up another mom, you know what I mean? I, <laughs> Dylan. Joke. Right, literally right <laughs> after we decide on getting married. The audacity. <laughs> The sheer Look, audacity. I thought we were in a um what type of relationship is polyamorous, no. Oh yeah. Is that polyamorous? Or am yeah. I talking? Yeah, it is, yeah. See? Um yeah. that's why you took the Wolfgram name. I no, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> absolutely not. What's what's caught your attention? Oh, um Damn, this is like a huge... you're just you're just thinking about my name, and you know it's, it's no, okay. I'm, I'm genuinely thinking about how upset <laughs> my father would be. This <laughs> is like you're taking a white man's name. Excuse like, me. No, man. he's not white. Actually, he's. Excuse and me. It's just like sorry. I'm sorry. The name is. I'm going to give it a no. Actually, no, I yeah, it's white. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, anyway, what caught my attention this week, um, the, what's it called? The Digital Iron Curtain in Russia. The Digital Iron Curtain? Yeah. 
Is this to do with IT and like the data, the uh this is intelligent to do with yeah. um like media censorship specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everything I'm about to say, don't take it with a grain of salt, take it with the entire fucking bottle, okay? It's been a decade since I studied history. I don't know what I'm talking about. But, uh, you know, the Iron Curtain, you know, maybe it was something to do with communism. But now the digital Iron Curtain is a whole bunch of, like, internet um, and media freedoms being rapidly withdrawn by the Russian government so that a lot of news that um, Russian citizens have access to is just state propaganda, you know? So I was reading an article where this woman was like, oh, I didn't really understand what was going on until I got a VPN. Speaking of, if you want a VPN company, sponsor us. Until I got a VPN and I started seeing all of this shit that was being suppressed from our feeds. I started talking to other people. I started using apps that had been banned. And, you know, it's been heartbreaking because I'm seeing the truth of what's going on. But at the same time, there's a generational gap where my mother, who isn't as tech savvy and wouldn't even think to use a VPN on her phone, let alone use said phone to access news, just watches, you know, TV and is internalizing all the propaganda that the Russian government's just, you know, disseminating. So that's caught my attention this week. Nice. And links to those um, things that you found will be in the bio. Yeah, they will yeah. be in the show notes. They'll be in the show notes, people. So if you want a VPN, tell someone who has a VPN to sponsor us. Yes. Um, and to VPN.com and to Nord and what other VPNs I still know. ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN. Stop charging me ridiculous amount of money. Um, you do know that by saying their names, it makes us even less likely. No, because they'll take this as like, oh, oh those two black fellas. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, okay. But, do you uh, have anything to add or do you want to? Yeah, no, I thought I'd just talk shit for this whole episode, really. No. Nah. I've got I've got one thing. So what did catch my attention this week? Yeah. Um, is the and, and we've briefly spoken on this over the last two episodes too, is with regard to the support for Ukraine. So the Ukraine visa support. Um so the Australian government is uh supporting Australia's response to the crisis in Ukraine, right? And is progressing visa applications from Ukrainian nationals. Um particularly those like with Ukraine, like with family members living here. So since February 23, which is 
almost a month ago from now. Um, Australia has granted four and a half thousand mostly temporary visas to Ukrainians. Um, and as of March 19, about 18, about 800 of those have actually arrived in Australia. Right. So they've got out of there, they've got out of Ukraine and um, with everything that's going on with, with Russia. So on the 20th of March, this is only two days ago. So if you're listening to this on Friday, it literally happened Saturday evening or Sunday. Um, the Australian government announced it will make a make available subclass 786 visas, which are temporary humanitarian visas. Oh my god. Um, to all to all Ukrainian temporary visa holders currently in Australia and those who are about to arrive. The visa is also going to allow people to work, access Medicare and appropriate associated <laughs> support services and will be valid for three years. Oh, fuck off. And, you know, as part of this is to enable school, like children to still be able to go to school. Um, so this is in no way, like, am I in no way trying to dismiss what the Ukrainians are currently going through? But it needs to be highlighted that this ongoing discrimination and systemic racism by Australia towards refugees from majority black and brown countries um, still happens. And if you need to see the difference in how Australia treats refugees, um, simply look at the news and what's going on. The fact that the fact that refugees coming from coming on boats or fleeing from war-torn countries which are predominantly from predominantly black and Brown geographical areas um, are sent to detention centres and off country, such as Christmas Island. I think Nauru's also use it as, as a detention centre. There's also a detention centre in PNG. Um, and they're, they're usually there for processing and vetting. You know, last week you, you highlighted the fact that a few, I think seven refugees, nine. Only, nine of them only just left hotel here in melbourne after spending seven or more years consecutively in those detention centers um and they weren't even given visas and they weren't given visas exactly they weren't given visas but to see yet the support that's being issued to a country that has only recently been invaded once again this isn't trying to dismiss what they are going through but the picture is clear if you're a black refugee or come from a black or brown country, we, you need to go through a vetting process. You need to go sit in a detention center. We need to prove all of these things that you're not going to be whatever the fuck the reasons they try to justify. Um, you're not going to be given a visa for once, let alone be given access to Australia's welfare system and have the ability to work, go to school, seek like just empower yourself and your family for like in order to create a better life for you um it's disgusting and the hypocrisy is it's it's actually just it's it really is disheartening um but it just goes to show that australia and many other western countries are just 
taking the piss, really. Um, so that's that's what caught my attention this week. Oh, that's that's two days ago. Two days ago, they just gave all of those four out of the four thousand five hundred they've um, visas they've given since twenty since what what was it the twentieth of of uh, February twenty third of February they're all now on temporary humanitarian visas, which is great for them. But why is the same not done for the countless other thousands others of refugees currently in detention centers? They're not even allowed to fucking stay out. You know what? Like, it's just, it's a disgrace. Um, Yeah, I have nothing hmm. more to add, honestly. Like, you summed it up quite well. Just... I don't know. I'm. It's the same thing we keep saying. It's not surprising, but it's so devastating. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's it's just appalling. Um. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I read. I I I saw that and listened to the press. I was just like, wow. And like the fact that Skomo stands behind that podium. And like, tries to give off this this uh, persona of as if he's as if there's no double standard, as if there's no historical um, oppression or, or double standard to other refugees and things like that. Just the way how he categorizes what the Ukrainians are going through, as if as if they're somehow singular and it's only them who have ever experienced such a thing and why we need to support them. Um, Bitch, look in your own backyard. And that's what, that's the last I'll say on that. Yeah. I, I don't know. This is genuinely too upsetting to like. It's Yeah. But if you want the press release on this, I'm happy to link it in the show notes. Yes. And this time he will send me the link for me, the link in the show notes. I'm doing that right now, actually. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Yes. Yes. No fucking joke, honestly. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, it is, uh, yeah, I just, it's just disappointing. It's just disappointing. But um, yeah. What else has been going on? Um, What's been going on with you? Yeah. Well, if we want to transition into something that's pissed me off, what doesn't piss uh, you off? Let's honest, honestly, many things. Yeah. Um, many, many, many things. Many things. Many you men. Know? Man, 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 many men. Many men. Many men. What's that 50 cent song? It's called Many Men, isn't it? Many men. Bold of you to assume I know anything about 50 cent. How dare you? What? He was before my time. (laughs) (laughs) He is your time. (laughs) Talking about many men. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, while Dylan is reeling 
for my ageist comment. Yeah, um, ageist fool. My week. Don't worry, I'll deal with you at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is going to be the longest running bit <laughs> on this fucking podcast. My okay. So, yeah, what pisses you off? What pissed me off, apart from my fucking husband, is um honestly. There's a lot this week that has, like, pushed me over the edge of, like, frustration, but not into anger. So, like, trying to section them into, like, clown of the week and then what pissed me off has been difficult. But anyway, um, I'm going to go with what pissed me off. And this was... (laughs) Um, <laughs> white feminist director Jane Campion thought it would be so appropriate <gasps> at the 27th Critics' Choice Awards when accepting her win to stand before an audience and be like, ha 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 ha, I'm the only woman, ha 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 ha. I have to go against guys. Serena and Venus, you're amazing, but you don't have to compete against men like I do. (laughs) Oh my God. Let me start by saying yes. I know the bitch apologized the next morning. I have to. Did she? I didn't even see it. Like, I did. That's what I mean. I didn't see it. Did she actually? Yeah, but what pisses me off is not. This old rich white lady that has had all the privilege in the world. What pisses me off is the underlying misogynoir that's just thick in the current, you know? Like, this is a rich white lady who's been like, oh, boo hoo, I have to deal with sexism. Like, bitch, you come from. A wealthy family. Your dad was like some big shot, whatever, in the entertainment industry. You barely had to fight. You know, Venus and Serena have had so many fucking obstacles thrown at them by virtue of being black women from like Compton. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Like, these are not, you know, the best athletes in the world. They're the best athletes in the world in spite of all this shit that they've been put through, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. They are the vision of thriving in the face of oppression, like, genuine oppression. And before you come at me and be like, the world's a misogynist, Fucking sexism exists too. Yes, I am aware. However, this rant is going somewhere, and that somewhere is white women can never be trusted. Okay? This and just, that's on period. This is this is like the perfect example of girl boss feminism, of white feminism. It's just like, oh, because I'm a lady, my life's harder than everyone else. It's like, no, bitch. Let's look at the material conditions of your upbringing. 
Let's look at the material conditions, giving you the ability to excel in the industry you're excelling in. You're winning a Critics' Choice Award. You're a favorite for the Oscars, not just for best film, but also for best director. Like, I'm not saying you didn't work hard. Yes, I am, because you're a rich white lady. I'm just saying that there's nothing inherent about your competition with other rich white people that happen to be men that makes your life trajectory so much more oppressive than what people like Venus and Serena have to go through. I'm just really frustrated because at the end of the day, what stuff like this shows all of us is that white women aren't interested in overthrowing the larger systems of oppression that exploit and oppress people. They're not interested in the downfall of capitalism. They're not interested in the downfall of colonialism. They're interested in giving themselves the same power that their male counterparts have. You know, they don't want liberation for everyone. They don't want liberation for all women. They just want more exploitative power for themselves. And yes, you might be like, oh, she was just a well-meaning white lady that got nervous on the spot and said shit. Yeah, you know what? Maybe that's true. But that doesn't undercut the reality that the vast majority of white people, yes, even white women, are just not committed to this project, this project of decolonizing. So, yeah, I wasn't pissed off by her, but more so everything she stood for. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. Fuck you, champion. I saw that. And, like... Mm, yeah, just, I, I, I put I'm it on my story. Because then you summed it up. Yeah, I'm not even gonna... Yeah. The audacity. And her face when she was doing it, too, like... Oh, uh, that laugh like, was fucking... <laughs> That laugh was psychotic. I, oh. I wish, I honestly, I will never, actually, I'm never advocate. I'm, let Let's, me, hold this. Uh, let me yeah. just hold this, yeah. I wish Serena would have got a racket out of that purse of hers. And we're like, do you know what I mean? Fucking shoot the balls at, oh yeah, her face when she, anyways. anyways. Someone should have taken that trophy away from her. So what she's saying, uh, uh, like, apology, I didn't even see that. That's mm. what I mean. It, I, to me, like, I would have thought, like, it would have hit my newsfeed, but I, I didn't see anything on it. Oh, I didn't bother reading through it. Oh, that's Actually, funny. that's a lie. I did read through it, but I didn't <laughs> retain it. You didn't retain it. That's fair. I would like to never retain a single thing this woman says. Anyway, <laughs> what pissed you off? It's not really a what pissed me off. Actually. I don't know if I have to be careful with this one. But what pissed me off is... is it's a, Look, it's to do with sport. Okay. Oh, okay. Let me just check out. <laughs> oh, my God. Minute. Yo, if you've seen Lenovo's body, just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. What is my contribution to this show? Not good enough. 
Okay. Just because I mean, you sport. said it. Wow. Okay. I will be turning off the Foxtel package at home. Okay. You know. Wow. That's so you can un- you can use you can use your shitty Wi-Fi on your phone. Okay. That's disrespectful. But continue yeah. with your sports. Wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So I just wanted to. It. It's not really pissed me off. It's. It's not something that really pisses me off. But I, I'm going to use this quick minute to. Talk about how disappointed I am with the Fiji men's 15s rugby's team. Um, and the reason I say that is that over the years, we've seen glimpses and little pockets of just the potential our Fiji rugby side has, the 15 side. Um, and... You know, I've been to three World Cups and I've watched I've watched all the games in the lead up in the three years prior to that, just to just because I, I really want Fiji to do well. But for some reason it just we, we can't seem to string enough consistency. You know, obviously there are a lot of issues around play availability and club availability, et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, the point of this is that I'm saying. The Fijiana Drua, which is the women's 15th side that is currently preparing for the World Cup and playing in the, I guess, best women's rugby super competition in the world, are fucking amazing. And I just, you know, we have seen Olympic success for both the Fiji men and Fiji women's seven side. Um, as I said, we've seen great glimpses of... Um, and potential from the the Fiji men's 15 side of these. But I'm very confident in saying that ultimate success at a Rugby World Cup for a Fijian side will come from the Fijiana or the Fijian women's side. Um, They're just amazing, like enjoyable to watch. The skill set's amazing. The talent's amazing. Their discipline is so good. The structure, like you would have thought like these guys are, you know, these, these women have, like, are just have been, you know, having the same access to resources as the Australian counterparts, New Zealand counterparts, et cetera, et cetera. But they're literally blowing these teams off the park. Like, it's not even a competition. Like, come half time, like, you might as well, like, pack up your shit and go. They're just that good to watch. Um, and the potential this team has will only see... Like people who watch, and hopefully the all of Fiji who watches, and just anyone in general who likes rugby is watching. You're looking at Fiji's at not just Fiji, but the world, the next world champs. Um, Period. They're just amazing, like really on in all aspects of the game. Um, but I'm putting the men on notice. Step your game up because our women are about to take over while you gang are too busy doing your fucking TikToks. You know, shady. I'm sorry, but yeah, what pisses me off is that how, like, this team has been dubbed the generation team and produced crap. But shout out to the Fijiana women's side. Y'all amazing. Like, all of them. Like, Lungol. They will convert you to a rugby player. They, they are that good to watch. It's no cap. And 
hopefully I can take you to one game soon. Yeah. Just to watch it. Like, they're absolutely amazing. I got to watch them a couple of weeks ago when they were playing down here in Melbourne. Oh, my God. They beat my side. <laughs> like, no, no, like, no shit. Like, they're actually, they're really good. They're really mm. good. But, um, yeah, to the men, step your shit up. Period. Look, I'll always support their team. You know, it's possible to support them without watching. <laughs> no, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you to a game. Okay, if I go to an actual game, I will enjoy myself. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. Well, why? Why? Because you get to watch men with little shorts and muscles run around. Okay, that's homophobic. Um, no, it's because I can't do anything else. So. <laughs> no, and I wasn't trying to be homophobic. I do apologize for that. No, I was joking. We'll was talk about joking. it when we get home. Oh my god! Okay, that's gonna be my my line now. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <home. laughs> oh my god! Do you want to know what I learned though? Oh yeah. Actually, you go first because I th- I reckon mine's like. You're going to give me so much shit for this, and I'd rather build it up to the point where I can be like, you know. Okay, what did I learn? Here's okay. Here's the thing. Um, this is less what did I learn, but more what I want all of you to learn because the bitch Ooh. is exhausted. Yeah, the bitch is exhausted. I am tired. Okay, like look. Dylan, you sent me this story about, like, all these high school besties that took the Minister for Environment or whatever to court. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, she has a duty of care over young people. And the court was like, yes, but I'm not going to grant this injunction or whatever the fuck lawyers do. Here's the thing. The systems that are currently creating the problems we're facing cannot be trusted to solve them. I talked about this at length last episode, so I'm not going to go over it again. But the justice system is not here to protect people. It's here to protect property. It's here to protect profit. Why the fuck would the environment minister being strung through the very system used to protect what's motivating her to do what she's been doing have come out of that in any other way. Like, I understand, like, oh, we want justice, but, bitch, this isn't how we get it. How do we get justice, you ask? So glad you asked. You know, this is how we get justice. We start by unionizing. We start by radicalizing our families and our communities. We start by organizing at a grassroots level. Then we start striking, you know? Then we start doing radical shit like that. You know, all this shit, taking ministers to court, yada, yada, yada. Bitch, what's the court gonna do? Huh? What are you gonna do? Exactly. Listen, bitch. So what did I learn? Nothing. What did you learn? A lot. Thank <laughs> you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's on period. Oh my god. <laughs> wow, I've been like 
so snappy and concise. I should be like, yo, I love it. I, love I should it. like take my meds before, <laughs> before we record every time. No, I don't. Love this. Love this. But yeah, let's let's bring on the roasting. What did you learn this week? So I learned it today, actually. Oh, I learned it today. Yeah. Um, and it's such a small world. Okay, so here's... I have to read these notes because I, I did have to take them down. Um, so my old man told me a story today yeah. about things being a small world. So firstly, if I can bring it up, I am... <laughs> <laughs> I, I am an eighth generation Jew on my dad's mum's side. Yeah. And I am a sixth generation Jew on my dad's dad's side. Right? Yeah. So, you know, I might head over to Israel and get a passport. But, um, what, uh, yeah, so what, so what I learned today is that, okay. So you remember Lysenian Garrosa? former PM of Fiji, got cooed in 2006. He's also my great, like, my grandfather, my great uncle. Yeah. Yeah. You did, you forgot who the Garrison was, didn't you? Bitch, I don't even know the name of our last prime minister. I... Lysenian Garrison. I literally, like, yeah. No, anyway. I, was talking, I was talking about PNG, but okay. <laughs> um... <clears throat> So what I actually didn't realize today is that he he actually so his family history of how he ended up obviously in Mavana, like my village. Um, his ancestor, uh, if I can remember the name, Julia uh, John Bowman. Uh, I may I may have that wrong, but anyhow, his ancestor. And my ancestor, so his ancestor is from Pilar in Poland. Oh. Right. His ancestor is from Pilar, the, the town called Pilar in Poland, which is two and a half hours away from where my ancestor is from in Pritz in Poland. Pirates, Pritz, of Prussia. Yeah. Coincidentally, or, you know, this is how much of a small world it is, my ancestor that travelled from pirates or or prits in Poland to Tonga left the same time that his ancestor left Pilar to end up in Loma Loma in Lowell. Right. Yeah. So they left they left Germany Germany then at the same time in the same year and ended up in one ended up in Loma Loma in Lowell. And Fiji, and then one ended up in Tonga, literally an hour apart from each other. But <clears throat> which blew my mind because I didn't even, I thought my great uncle and grandfather was like straight, like it's okay, like full on. But like the man's a Jew. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, the title a, of this episode. The man's a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so, yeah. So, one, so first thing I learned today. One, I come from, my ancestors are Jews, right? 
two, our ancestors both left Pilla and Pritz in Germany at the time and ended up in the in Fiji and Tonga at the same time and both opened up craft shops or trade trading shops. Um, and what I also learned is that Torlai or Los Angeles family is also connected to my dad's mum's family in the Bloomfields, which makes me think, stay away from family. <laughs> and don't, yeah, like, I, okay, so here's, a, here's the other thing. And I want to get your, this is a question to you. Yes. Like, I'm not asking for me. I'm just asking in a general question because I heard this conversation happening today around me okay. and I just couldn't be a part of it. But when is, what level of cousin is okay to <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Oh, my God. What level of cousin? It's okay to get with. And this is a shout out to everybody who's like, if you're dating your cousin or in a relationship with a cousin, like this is like judgment. Absolutely not. Judgment from me. No, not from me because like I, I grew up around, I know like, yeah. Are you but, kidding? Oh yeah. Like damn, you Fijians be wild. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, so I legit was doing some work today and all I hear in the background is so your first cousin's off bounds, but your third is fine. I'm like, what? I was like, uh, I was like, who the f-? Yeah, I was, okay. I was literally. Okay, so the question is. Absolutely. One, not. is it okay? And two, if it is okay, what level of, <laughs> of cousin or family is okay? Okay, we're going to stop at question one because it is not okay. Okay. Do not fuck your cousin. <laughs> Just like as um, as a cute quirky little rule, don't fuck your cousins. And two, if someone does, or if if it is okay, where in the spectrum do you think double okay, digits? So ha- oh, well, oh yeah, okay. So it has to be long distance. Double like, digits. Relative. Like ninth cousin, too close. <laughs> Tenth cousin, I'll I'll judge, but quietly. Quiet. Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. That will be the title of this episode. Don't fuck your cousin. Okay. Yeah. But um. But yeah. So, uh-huh. what, I learned, so what I learned today. Sorry to go back to the question. Is I'm somehow apparently a Jew. um, And that is a small world because my dad would never have met Torlai if it wasn't for my mum. And the fact that they share this really, like, strange but coincident... circle of a family tree. Yeah, it's... uh, But from two different places in what used to be Germany or Prussia, no links to each other there. Somehow ended up in the South Pacific and boom. You know, how many Jews can say say they've got a Fiji PM in their life? Not many, if any. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I can. 
<laughs> so are you so are you owning that? Are you a Jew? No. <laughs> no. No, I'm sorry. But no. Um I just wanted to clarify. I wasn't throwing shade or anything. No. I was like, oh, do I have a Jewish husband now? Like I mean look what's if 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 I do own it, we'll have to obviously go to Israel and do the whole. F- I you know. this isn't even funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you know, we'll, we'll have, move yeah, from we'll one have... settler colony to another. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, okay. So if you are going back to really what the, the best question of of what I've asked you today is. See, last week it was about dates. This week it's about cousins. So has it been double digits? Double digits. Double digits. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Double digits. Because okay. as as far as I'm concerned, in the islands, the the degrees of separation are like one closer. Right. So, like, the relationship we have with our cousins is the same relationship that, like, white people have with their second, like, first cousin. Oh, sorry. The relationship we have with our cousins is the same relationship white people have with their siblings. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And we still have a close relationship to our second cousins. So, like, mm. our relationship to our third cousins would be like white people to their life. Their first cousins. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, I laughed. I just, all I heard from like out of his pocket was like, not your first cousin, but maybe your third. Absolutely not your third. <laughs> Absolutely not your third. <laughs> and by the way, I just wanted like, no, I'm sorry. My family don't, we, we, we're not like <laughs> promoting that. It was simply within context of a conversation that I can't speak on because I wasn't a part of it. But Yes, that's not something I will ever stand by. Nor will my family, thank you very much. Um, yeah. Not that it's no judgment. Hey, do your thing, but it's just not for me. I love how you're very happily just like, go off, besties. And I'm like, get fucked. Yeah. But, do, uh, but isn't it a common, don't you think it's a common practice? Just like, in PNG, surely, like... We have no? 8 million people. Like, we don't need to be incestuous. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, I grew up around a lot of cousins who married each other. Uh, oh. Got it. Yeah. Um, amazing, you know. There's no... You know, you hear all these things like, oh, like, if you, if, like, if you guys get married and have kids, like, there'll be deformities and things like that. No. Nephews and nieces, beautiful. But... Me personally, I wouldn't, but that's just me. It's not deformities. It's genetic challenges. I will change my terminology. I do apologize. But no. Oh, no, no, no. It's it's not that they're like... I'm not saying that's yeah. offensive. I'm just saying like a more accurate term because like I don't know if deformities is... Offensive. If it is, let us know. Look, if it is, I, but, I do apologize. I'm not meaning it in that way. Yeah. So, like, I'm like, still unlearning. Like what? Like what I mean by genetic challenges is that the pool of DNA that this new person is like pulling from is just severely limited compared mm. to like someone else. 
So that presents like a set of challenges that's, you know, a lot more difficult. So, and just to be clear, I'm not here for like some sort of fucking, um, what's the terminology? Uh, um, like about like being specific about your genetics and like killing off people with uh, issues. Um... Oh, eugenicist. I'm not being yeah. eugenicist at all. I'm just saying that as someone who knows my <laughs> third cousins, <laughs> dear God. Yeah. I've been around. Absol- absolutely not. I've been around some conversations and just like, you know, when you go to Fiji family functions and like, you just always, it, it's like, it's always like, you'll either have one like, male cousin that's always like staring at some other like one of your other female cousins and like they always talk to you about it like oh my god like like oh my god like do you know what i mean it's just a bit like bro like you're right though like that's like your sister's sister not your sister's best friend twice removed like yeah yeah um <laughs> but okay so double digits people just a word of advice but hey do your thing you know like like just keep in mind that if you have the same grandparents (laughs) no (laughs) if you have the same great grandparents absolutely not i will keep my mouth closed on this one because there is I love y'all though. I love y'all. <laughs> I will say though that you know, obviously incest doesn't have a race, but white people do be obsessed with incest. Like, I swear to God, I had to stop reading um crime thrillers because I read two. Or was it three in a row, all by different authors, where the plot twist was incest? And I was like, I absolutely not. Absolutely no, I refuse. So, you know, everyone does incest, but some of you are a little bit too fascinated by it for me to be comfortable with. Like, why did we have to see graphic? incest sex scenes in Game of Thrones. That was unnecessary. You know, it was even more confusing because they were both hot. Just like, this is very uncomfortable. Anyway, I think we've been talking about incest for long enough. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Give us... Give us... um, Yeah, okay, let's... Yeah, let's fucking move off incest. Um, To break it up this week, Give me one song of your week. One song? Yeah. Okay. Hopefully it's got nothing to do with incest. Actually, I'm kidding. Um, what if it was called, like, I Fuck My Brother? <laughs> anyway, um, it's not. Um, also, a round of applause, everyone. I have a non-mutant pick this week. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who replied to my stories. 
suggesting playlists and places where I could listen to PNG or Melanesian music in general. Oh, when did you put that up? I wouldn't know because you blocked me. I didn't block you. I directly subtweeted you and you haha reacted. So Oh yeah, what no, actually I did I put YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you literally replied to the story. Good fuck. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> so what's your first uh yeah, what's your first song for this? So my Melanesian pick is Fabine by Jaro Local and Junior VD. Uh yes. Let's go. Yeah. They're fire. Joe Logos, actual fire. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. This song, my God. I notice, like, I don't like listening to reggae music unless it's, like, Islander reggae music. Yeah. Do you like, do you like the... Okay. Do you like the remixes or remix, like... The stuff that you used to hear on a school bus. Okay. Or like this. Do you know what I mean? Like when you used to. I know. Like ex, I, I ex, know what's that place in Suval in town? I know uh, exactly what you mean. Not, not X Zone. What was that place in town where everyone used to go burn music? Opposite MHCC. It's literally like on that. Oh my God. Oh my God. I know exactly. What yeah. You what's that place everyone used to chill at um, and play games and shit and burn music on CDs? Oh my god. Bro, I can't remember. Not X not X Factor. Fucking anyways. Anyway. Do you like remixes on that? Look. In my moments of weakness, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will admit, I will admit, some of them fucking slap. Others use the same fucking beat. sample. Yeah. And the same beat, and I hate it. Yeah, sure. Oh, I, hate uh, them. I hate them when i'm drunk they're fine you know when i'm when i like when i go back to when i go back home after a long time yeah i don't mind listening to one or two but if because shit is the same sample and the same beat and the same hook on everything maybe skip one every 85 um but other than that yeah so jared local so yeah let songs gonna be up yeah um, I, this one has been played countless times, I'm sure, mm. and it's it's popping at the moment. Um, and the only reason I'm not the only reason it's a very like I love the song, it's a banger. But during my bender over the weekend, this song, like we were just always dancing to it whenever it played, and you'll know it's called Ukulele, Ukulele. Uh, by Bled Tupa and featuring Kazim. Surely you know the song. Look, I'll know oh it if you God. play it. I'll know it if you play it. So my not... Naoka. Naoka. That one? It's no, literally also okay. a TikTok song. You don't, I, I know. Just like we don't want to get copyrighted. I can sing it, can't I? Look, I don't want to take the risk. <clears throat> Dylan! Hey. <laughs> Yeah, everyone knows this ukulele song. It's a banger, but I wouldn't generally listen to this song probably once a week. I'd probably listen to it once a week, only because, like, if it's around grog or something like that. But I'm I'm coming, I'm finally seeing the light, and it's actually a banger. And it's a banger song. Um, Also done by DMP, but it's uh, Blood to Buff 
Flutterway featuring um, Kazin. Everyone knows it. If you listen to this and you don't know that song, um, wake the fuck up. And buy the single. Do not fucking go to SoundCloud and try and copy that shit. <laughs> buy it. Anyways. But yeah, my God, <clears throat> are you ready for my second song of the week? We'll save that for the end. Oh my God. We'll save that for the end, because I've got something to pick with you, by the way. Oh. Yeah. You put up a status, oh, it's not a status, but you put up oh, a story about calling out people who say like, uh, I hate it when people like listen to something and they call it trash. You know, when I saw the word trash, I literally stopped reading it. So perhaps for context, you can tell everybody what you were on about. Because okay. the music you listen to, in my opinion, is trash. But that's just me. Well, that's you and your incorrect opinion. <laughs> so yeah, what was that? What was the what was the actual story? Can you read it out? I'm pulling it up now. You're so dramatic. Okay. Do you ever think about how people shame others for liking music that they think is trash when all music is just the air vibrating and we're all on a spinning rock in the middle of space? (laughs) I stand by that. (laughs) It's trash, bro. Which of my music is trash? Tell me. Okay. To uh, answer that question, if you go to the specifically Spotify playlist that we kindly do for you, um, anything that I didn't put in there is trash. Oh, I'm sorry. Do we want to rewind the only to two. episode two? The when only- you were like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is a good song. It's actually on my permanent Look, playlist. The <laughs> only two songs that you've give- ever given me that were actually good was Tanache's song from the other week. And who was it? Who was the... It was Bree Runway. Bree Runway. Week. Yeah. That. Other than that, all that other shit. It's peanuts. Okay. But well, that's just me. Yeah, it's just you and your it's, incorrect opinion. It's just me and my, you know, heterosexual, like, truth. Truth? More like conspiracy. <sighs> that's the title, heterosexual truth. I'm, if, if I'm going to call it heterosexual conspiracy. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh my God. You know what I'm going to call it? I'm going to call it incest and other heterosexual conspiracies. <laughs> Don't do that. I will. I Don't will. I have to. I, I have to. <laughs> no, you can't because we're trying to bring listeners in. Yeah. So how, what, how else would like we, what we can call it? Clickbait is don't fuck your cousin. I, I, I think mine's better. Yes, yours is better. <laughs> but, you know, let's just like... <laughs> or, or only sleep with your 10th cousin beyond. No, okay, look. I... To the 10th and beyond. Infinity! I think that our listeners are brilliant, educated people 
that have a good sense of humor, I think they will appreciate a title called Incest and Other Heterosexual Conspiracies. And you know what? That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. But um, <laughs> we need to get back on board. <clears throat> Who's um? What's new in Melanesia? Um, what's new in Melanesia? Okay, well, this is. That's <laughs> not. Um, no, I have one. It's just like kind of horrific. Oh, um, like. Well, I, like has it got to do with violence or anything? Like, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm like triggered at the moment with seeing like oh hearing stuff, stuff like that. Okay, I'll find something else. But go for it. It's yeah. It's it is just dumb bitches being dumb bitches. Like someone had look, someone got shot in a restaurant, right. and and like and like a member of parliament was involved. And oh, is this in PNG? Yeah. Okay. And he's been arrested, and so has like you know, someone else. It's just, like, bro. <laughs> uh, like, I honestly don't have much to say about it because I don't, like, there's not a lot of information that's been released. Um, I think the MP, I don't know if it was an MP, the politician involved um, was refused bail. Um, Yo, what's going on with PNG politics at the moment? Oh, bro, it's a fucking joke. I literally read like something the other day too. Um, it's an election year. Things are fucking insane. But did you see the the treasurer come out and say like, uh, "Yes, I would, people do not." I was not treated like that, slaves. I was like, that, w- "That was going to be mine," but I couldn't find. Additional sources. So. Yeah, I only was it from the Papua New Guinea today or something like that. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it. I it, tried looking for something else, but I. I yeah, like that was going to be mine, but it didn't. Because I even tried googling the that part of the story where it says um, a PNG um, c- a citizen like leaked or showed the pay slip. Yeah, and I tried looking slip. through all of that, like all of these news in ABC, and so I couldn't find it, but. Um, yeah, I was yeah. like, that was literally like, the story I was going to go with. But yeah, so um, instead, I'm talking about this. It's one of the biggest stories. I was going to talk about how our soccer team did well. Yes, yes. Um, our soccer team did do well. That is new in Melanesia. So shout out to the Papua New Guinea besties. This is the first time you've ever mentioned sport. So let's give a round of a clap to. Long like, Yay. You can drop your shoulders now. Uh, <laughs> I literally, I was like, look, I hit on sports all the time, but you need to, oh, congratulations when they're due. Yes. You to know? the PNG cricket team. Oh, yeah. Shout them out to the too. PNG cricket team. Um, shout out to the PNG AFL team. Okay, that's where I draw the line. I... I only heard about cricket and <laughs> soccer. Like after those two, I was like, that's enough of sports. <laughs> I went, like I literally went through like 
three pages of headlines and I had yeah. to stop because they were all about sports. I was like, oh, no, yeah. I can't do Yo, this. about that, we had a we had a practice game on this past um, this past week. <clears throat> and one of the best players for the opposition was this little pocket rocket PNG fella. Oh my okay. Is he hot? He's about four foot ten. Perfect. But I shit you not. Like PNG brothers are always the ones that run the hardest. Okay. I will I'd hate to say, but I got buried. He ran straight at me. <laughs> I, in my defense, in my defense, was moving, was shit was sliding to my left. And he had attacked my inside shoulder, which means when his momentum, like I fell off him because his momentum pushed me that way. Anyway, but that's no defense. Like the, the guy literally dropped like so many people, like four foot 10 little pokero. Also, I ended up meeting his brother after the game, who I recognize because me and his older brother, who happens to be six foot 11. So where the difference? Oh my god! Don't know where that came. But his brother and I were in the first ever AFL South Pacific team, and we played together in two thousand nine in PNG and in Cairns. Um, yeah, which was a throwback because I hadn't seen him. I hadn't seen him since uh, since that tournament. So it was crazy. So what you're saying is you'll be sending me all of their Instagrams. <laughs> Thank you. The big brother is happily married with four kids. Hasn't stopped me before. I'm kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> That's a joke. That is a joke. As we all know, I am currently happily married. Yes. Um, okay. Not the incest. No. <laughs> I wasn't gonna. Ew. Stop. <laughs> okay. So in Melanesia, for myself. Yes. Um, there are many things that I wanted to. To bring up and i will say i don't have a clan of the week this week because i had to remove it shortly before we started recording because it involved a name it involved something specific and to the listeners it, it is purely speculative and we could catch a case of defamation not gonna lie okay like kind of why i didn't bring up the treasurer Yes, yeah. but in my case, it would have got a shot, like no cap. Like, Damn. Still, yeah. um, so I, I can't, I can't bring out that. So I don't have a clan of the week. So I do apologize. However, <clears throat> um, what's in Melanesia? So as you all know, for the last couple of weeks, I've been going on, um, trying to unpack as to why Fiji is the crew capital of the age of Asia Pacific, why it has the most coups in its history in within proximity of the next 35 countries around from all the way from Turkey through to New Zealand. Um, and I'm going to wrap it up today because, um, and I'm going to end it with, uh, I'm just going to read actually a bit of, a bit of why I guess we've come. So we've gone through social factors. We've gone through um, economical factors, climate factors etc etc and there are insufficient grounds for seeing fiji as a coup prone um, for coup prone primarily in terms of its economic history 
um, of <clears throat> of progressive disparity causing jealousy amongst military chiefly leaders or seeing it as a coup prone because of its wealth and status and we're feeding a novel so uh, words again speech therapy socio-cultural misfit um, with its resulting disharmony or seeing it as a, a coup prone because its politics were being uniquely shredded by underlying tensions between labor and capital or Indian and indigenous or local and foreign concerns. Um, so the Fiji fell apart in 1987. Fiji had its first of two coups in 1987, um, not because of class warfare or racial hatred, although the underground certainly surfaced as a lands like a boil, right? Um, Fiji's first coup was a product of a distorted vision of the nation. Its perpetrators and supporters misperceived May 1987 as a day of Indigenous liberation, national salvation wrought by a military messiah backed by traditional Indigenous authority, the chiefs, and to hell what the consequences were. Um, so over the last four weeks, I've been trying to figure out or come up around with the factors as to why, obviously why so many coups happen in Fiji. Um, and I've come to this conclusion. The reason why Fiji encounters or has so many coups in its history, in its short history, um, is because of the, these two key institutions. So the great council of chiefs, and the military. Um, the Great Council of Chiefs and the military have never been placed under the constitutional authority of a Fijian parliament, a cabinet, or ministerial responsibility. They are the only two institutions that have been exceptions to and therefore inhibitive of Fiji's commitment to a Westminster-style parliamentary system. Chiefs have no written limits to their authority. The military has no parliamentary or cabinet break to their self-defined commission to oversee national security. Um, as per the constitution, it says to ensure at all times the security, defense, and well-being of Fiji and its peoples. Both constitutions were post-coup productions, guaranteeing the military its unfettered constitutional right to coup whenever deemed necessary without resort to parliamentary consultation or cabinet responsibility. So all in all, within this quick summarized text for today, Fiji's coups happen because the two key institutions, the Great Council of Chiefs, and is that a cat? No, there's a cockroach. Oh, shite. Yeah, they've been coming in ever since the rain. Yeah. Well, get on in. No, I won't do that. Um, but yes, the, the conclusion is that the military and Great Council of Chiefs are the two key institutions within Fiji that allow and perpetuate this behaviour to occur because they, within themselves, are not liable to or not held responsible by anybody else but themselves. The military has, within the constitution of Fiji, every right to do so because it is written in there that they can do so under the defence and safety of all people of Fiji. 
And as I said earlier, the Great Council of Chiefs, which is now being disbanded um, by good old Frank, um, also had no limits to their to their power. Obviously, because of Fiji's traditional history of hierarchy and the roles that um, the indigenous people play within within that system, but then also having to play within the Westminster parliamentary system that these chiefs are obviously going to be a part of and always have a voice in. Um, the coups happen because they allow it and there's no limits to their powers um, as of the 1997 constitution. Um, so all in all, quick wrap up, it's the constitution, bitches, not the people, it's not the climate, it's not the geographical fucking location of Fiji. Um, Fiji encounters the same issues that many other countries encounter. Fijians aren't born different. We're not born up coup leaders. We're not brought up coup leaders. We don't go to school thinking about how to do an next coup. But because two key institutions within Fiji <clears throat> are allowed to flourish with, with no limitations to their power, um, therefore, it's uh, will give an opportunity for it to happen. And I will leave it at that, my friends. Thank you for this time. I always love how, like, you know, when like when Fijians get um, interviewed, it's like, firstly, I just want to thank God. I'm going to end it with that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's long-winded, but, hey, Bob's your uncle. I don't even know what that means. Neither do I. I don't know why people say it, but Bob's your uncle. <laughs> then why did you say it? No, but it's just, it's just like, you know, Bob's your uncle. Like, it's just, I don't know. Anyway. Anyways. Um, before we head to Clown of the Week, which we now know you don't have. I don't have. Let's... Because I don't want to get shot, not arrested, not detained, because okay, I will. We're going to wrap it there, because... <laughs> Anyway, let's finish up our music choices before we go into clannery. So, um, my choice is a song called Honey by Solar. Oh, Honey by Solar. So good. So good. Just the production is incredible. Like, I don't know who produced this, but you deserve a raise. You deserve a raise. And the vocals, as always, fucking serve. The live performances. Slaps. Oh, so good. So good. So Honey by Sola streamed the entire album. Honey by Sola. Which is called Face. But I mean, yeah, I mean, order. Okay, rapper Dylan, what's your? My second song for this week, and I suggest all of you go listen to it. And if anyone is going to Promised Land in the Gold Coast later this year, on October twenty second, I believe it is, or whenever it is, you'll you'll get to see. So the artists or this band is called Kateri. And the song is called Cool It Down. Kateri is made up of four Maldi brothers 
who are raised in sunny Perth on the west coast of Australia. The band is really good. It's called Koteri. That's the band name. And the song is called Cool It Down. And I will leave it with by saying that. Like, cool it down, people. Like, seriously, go listen to them. It's amazing. It slaps. It's a banger. So they're like a New Zealand iron. Like, yeah, they're just, it's so good. Incredible. Now, I will talk about my clown. Yes. And we're gonna we're gonna roll off this episode with your clown of the week. I'll leave it with you. So you got a bit. Yeah. So let me read you the um, title of this article: Liberal-led council threatens not to collect bins with anti-Morrison stickers. <laughs> Where is this Northwest Sydney? Now, Hornsby Shire Council has threatened not to collect the rubbish of residents with anti-Scott Morrison stickers on their bins after receiving a complaint from an offended neighbor. Oh my gosh. It's it's champion. I (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Like, you don't have to deal with the bins that I have to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, if you're in Australia There are these posters everywhere (laughs) Where it just says Chuck him out, enough is enough Or bin him, enough is enough And you know, all the besties are putting them On their rubbish bins And you know The Hornsby Shire Council Sent a letter to one Peter Rickwood, and they were just like, oh, this is not appropriate, (laughs) you know. (laughs) You know, we can't service your bins as they can't identify the council's logo on it. Oh, no. I'm so sorry, but you have to keep your garbage to yourself. (laughs) And, you know, and Peter Bestie, it was like, Hey, babes, everyone has shit on their bins. (laughs) They have shit on their bins for sports teams they follow. Yes. Um, They have, like, other posters on there. But I'm the problem. (laughs) I'm the villain. Technically, you're not allowed to. Yeah, but, but the council sent one letter to one man. One <laughs> yeah. Where's the rest of the other neighbors then? Exactly. A spokesperson from the council was like, yeah, we only sent one letter. <laughs> <laughs> so those are my clowns of the weeks. Loves it. Loves it. Um, can I give you a, because I don't have a clan of the week this week, can I give you a recommendation of the week? Okay, let's go. The recommendation of the week, and I will send you this. Um, it was in the Inquirer um, on the week in Australia, the week in the Australian newspaper over the weekend, because you all know we love the Australia. 
Um, <laughs> but there was an article in there called The Nazi Who Drives Both China and Russia. The views of Hitler's crown jurists, jurists, jurists are bonding the world's two belligerent superpowers. It was um, an article written by Ron Kalik. I recommend you read that long all, and I will send you the link to read it. That's mm. all I will say on that. That's Amazing. right here. That's this story right here. I mean... And no, I... that is not my descendant. <laughs> That's my recommendation. I, I'm flattered that you think I can read. Um, but... You can read. <laughs> you can read. Yeah, I can. I'm just being annoying. So, my no Thank you. Are you, are you done? I want to license that song so we can use it as our outro. Surely we can like get like a sorry. Okay. Sorry, I'm my bad. I'm sorry. If we get copyrights strike, I'm going to be so upset. But oh, my God. Before you wrap up, please, please just let me get this out before you wrap up and do apologize. Okay. Let's do apologize. Go, yeah. Let's go okay. Firstly, share, like, comment, rate, do all that. Because, but most importantly, if you are in Melbourne or if you are anywhere in the world and you want to um, meet people with a shared goal of freeing West Papua. There's a West Papua open day on the 26th of March, which is this Sunday. Uh, sorry, the 27th no, of March, which is this Sunday. Yes. Um, taking place at the West Papua office here in Melbourne, but it's, you can also register and view it online. So you can watch and tune in through Zoom. Um, Uncle Jacob Bumbiak, who is an MP in the transitional government of West Papua, will be speaking um, and there's a few other local Australian MPs that will also be speaking. But please, if you listen to this, actually, you're going to have to cut this out. I'm sorry, Lamar. I'll shut up now. It's happening this Sunday. Yeah. Oh, no, in, it's Friday. Fuck. In two days. In two I'm days. stupid, bro. But yes, the link to register for the Open West Purple Day will be in the show notes. Thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, this has been a wild episode. Yeah, Thank I haven't eaten so literally all day, and like my mind in. is blurring. Yeah, thanks for tuning in as always. Please, please, please give us a five star review on iTunes or on Spotify. It genuinely, genuinely helps make a difference. It only takes a minute out of your day, and we would greatly appreciate it. So, five-star review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Follow us on on Instagram, (laughs) at Pacifically. (laughs) I'm only ever going to do your harm. I'm going to harmonize you. (laughs) I'm going to be a harmony in the (laughs) back. Anyway, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> hit us up with, you know, things you want us to discuss. And also, yeah, finally, I am currently looking for people 
who would also be interested in entering the podcast space. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so um, if you're interested in doing what we do or doing um, a project, we'd really like to see other Melanesian voices in the podcast space. So hit us up, you know. It'll be great to see more of us on the airwaves. On the radio, in your car. <laughs> okay. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hello. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Look at me, Flap.